Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin and I'm joined by my wonderful wife, Joanne. Hey everyone. So Kevin and I, we're married. We have two kids and we both love to game. Just wanting to give a recap of last week. We actually stream Ember, E-M-B-R, on YouTube. And you can check out our KJ After Dark YouTube channel and see how the game goes. And we'll get into that a bit more in detail after this. Well, before we get into talking about the game Ember, maybe just a brief recap of how the stream this last week went. Do you want to share about that? Oh, yeah. It was... It was, yeah. So as a disclaimer, I think Joanne's mentioned this a few times before, but um, she can sometimes suffer from kinds of motion sickness. And occasionally there'll be games that do this kind of stuff to her too. So um, I think this is kind of one of those games where that might happen. So, or that seemed to have happened. Apologies. It's a very short stream. It was just like 30 minutes. I think, or maybe well, less. You, you stuck it out for 30 minutes of, and yeah. and ended up not feeling very well at the end there. So props to you for making it that far. And it was on a full stomach too, like a super full stomach, like after Chipotle kind of burrito bowl dinner. So probably not the best game to play after. I yeah. think it's, yeah, uh, we can talk more about the game later, but... I just feel like it was one of those games that would give me sensory overload. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. But anyways, long story short, we'll talk about it more later. But stream was cut a little bit short. It was I still enjoyed the 30 minutes. Uh, I didn't really know until the end there that Joanne was having a hard time with it. So yeah, it was cut a little bit short, shorter than our normal streams. Um, but anyways, those do happen every Tuesday night at 9.30 Central on the YouTube channel, KJ After Dark. So if that sounds like a good time to you, come check us out then. Yep. And in addition to the YouTube channel, we also have our Twitter, which is at KJ After Dark, and Instagram, which is at KJ underscore after underscore dark. A little bit different. Yes. And also available, the podcast episodes on every streaming platform so pick your favorite and uh, listen to us there and if you're watching on apple podcasts be sure to throw a rating and review our way that would be awesome yeah please do and we just started this last week but we've decided to read out the reviews that are being posted on apple Podcasts or youtube yeah wherever if anybody leaves us any kind of review we'd be ecstatic to read it whether that's good or bad review just to make sure that your feedback is heard. Exactly. So what else happened last week? Oh, I just want to share. I know this past three weeks, I've been talking about cooking the World of Warcraft recipes from the WoW cookbook. 
and just this week i have reached one of the milestones of 30 recipes from that cookbook so i'm just proud of that and it's 30 different recipes and i've cooked like one recipe more than more than once so that that's an awesome milestone especially i mean this is just from that one world of warcraft cookbook i don't think i have ever cooked 30 different things in my life so that's to me that's really impressive so i'm just excited do check them out the pictures are posted on instagram at kg underscore after underscore dark as kevin mentioned before and do give it a like the food tastes as good as it looks yeah y'all you don't you can see the pictures on instagram but i'm sorry you don't get to taste it like i do and, and <laughs> Trust me, most of this stuff tastes as good or better than it looks, so you're missing out. But if you like to cook, you can, you know, check out the, the posts on Instagram. Um, you may or may not be able to see the recipe in the pictures, but um, if you're curious or want to know more about them, you know, just leave a comment and we'd be happy to help you out. Exactly. Anything else, Kevin, you want to add about this week? So this week, there was some news that Apple was discontinuing the ipod um, really no which I, I thought that was interesting and like kind of shocking i mean i mean unless i'm not really that surprised but they just i i like remember when ipods first came out I know. and i had like a first generation one which i think i still have somewhere i, sh I need to yes, find you it do. now yes you do yeah it's like super old and bulky and completely obsolete nowadays so it makes sense that they're discontinuing them but it's just like they were such like a staple of like, you know, the early mid 2000s, right? Like when they were newer and everybody had one, or mm -hmm. like almost everybody had one. You know, that's how everybody was listening to music. You know, I, before that was just like our CD players. Or a cassette. I don't know if anyone here uses a cassette, you know, where you have to like use the pencil and put it in. It depends on how, how old you are, like uh, <laughs> maybe from the cassette days or really, I remember having like this little blue CD player, you know, I had my like binder of CDs and that was all before iPods and iPods just was a huge leap from CDs, obviously. Or cassettes. Being digital. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, iPods were just so, so big for quite a while really until everyone started getting smartphones and um iphones and androids and and then that kind of took on the role of how you play music so yeah it makes sense how that they're discontinuing them but i don't know it's like i feel like they were such a big part of like the culture of my childhood mm -hmm. like my later childhood yep. you know i had the the cd player um era as well or the cassette you can obviously tell that I'm older than Kevin because Only I'm from the years, cassette. So <laughs> I guess that, yeah, it was an important few years, I guess in um, in music. But, but yeah, but yeah, hearing the the news with the whole iPod thing uh, made me feel a little bit older. I know. You know, um, I guess that the iPods were around for twenty years Me, or so. Yeah. So a good long run. But yeah, that just that news this week just kind of hit home for me. Gotcha. But as far as what else happened this week, we kind of had a big moment here in our household <laughs> with our uh, three-year-old son. So we, we've been talking about this for a while now as far as how to introduce him to gaming and when to do that and where and what and how and all this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, we're kind of thinking of what's the easiest thing for him to learn how to do. Um, Didn't we like talk about this like in... 
I don't know how many episodes back about the, the games we want to introduce to our kids, right? We did. And I feel like we made a pretty good decision that we landed on, mm-hmm. um, which was <laughs> breaking out the Nintendo Wii yes. from the very deepest corner of the closet that's been tucked away for so long in a box. Yep. And surprisingly, it still works. So it took me a while to figure out like how to set everything back up again with the... Um, hooking it up and getting the remotes and everything working, but finally got that all figured out. And then, how old were you when you played that? I mean, like looking at the characters in there. I mean, it has the characters still save in there and whatever you used before you and your dad did before. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I don't remember exactly when the Wii was out. I mean, probably like when I was in high school or something. I think middle school. No. Was it high school? No, I think it was after that. I don't think we got a Wii when they were brand new either. I think it was pretty far into into that generation. But well, even um, if it's in high school, that's more than ten years ago. But yeah, just compared to current generation consoles, the Wii just felt pretty old. But it I mean, is really so does anything from that long ago. But mm-hmm. anyways, they just kind of like. Something that I remember doing when I was younger. With your not, dad? Not our son's age, of course. Yeah. But I remember, like, those games on, you know, like, the Wii Sports were always pretty simple to do. Like, and not cute. too difficult. Yeah. You know, very forgiving. And, you know, also, it's like, it gets you moving. It's not like he's just sitting there on the couch looking at a screen. Like, yeah. he's having to swing his arms around and stuff. So... We just have to make sure the his one year old sister's not standing right around him, or else she might get hit. I can I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. Knock on wood. But you know we gotta. That's something we gotta watch out for. Yeah. But anyway, so that was all today. Um, you know we got him set up on the Wii, and I think his favorite was the bowling. I know he was so good at it. That, that's kind of how we were testing it out and making sure like the remotes and everything were working. I kind of jumped in there, um, you know, threw the ball a few times. Got a few spares in a row. I still got it. Uh, you know, then we handed it off to our three-year-old. And then I think within like two or three frames, he got a spare himself. So yeah, he got um, a lot of spares. I'm shocked. He made his daddy proud for sure. That is for sure. Me too. He's I, I have a lot of things to be proud of him for. And this just added one more thing to the list. I know. And be, be sure to check out his gaming reel on Instagram. It would be... Does he have I, a game, a gaming reel? No, I mean from the Wii today. Okay, I don't think I've seen that yet, so yeah. I, I need to check that out. <laughs> I thought it would be cool to put a reel on that. That is cool. It's cute. It was a, it was an awesome moment. It was a, a game apparent proud moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a, a kid pretty much playing a video game for the first time, and mm-hmm. you know he would like throw the ball and it would like. Uh, I'm not sure what you captured in the reel, but he would throw the bowling ball and it wouldn't, you know, as it's very slowly rolling down towards the pins, he's kind of just standing there. And as what soon as he... it hits and knocks a bunch of the pins down, he like gets all excited and waves his arms around and stuff. So it was exactly. really awesome to see and to watch and uh, kind of get to see our son experiencing that joy mm-hmm. of gaming. That is true. Oh, what, what else nice. did he do besides the bowling? He did... Um, he liked the frisbee because he was playing with a dog, which I could foresee in the future that we'll probably get one ourselves. A oh, dog, yeah, I mean. Little animated dog. I, I, I mean, we could get a frisbee tomorrow if you wanted. <laughs> I meant a dog. Oh, okay. In the future. In the future, not now. Yeah, he also did the skydiving, um, Wii skydiving. That's a little bit of that. 
that one you can't really lose like you're just skydiving and you try and like connect with other people and make circles and then you know you pull the parachute and and then that's it so like yeah it's like you win or you win i feel like in some of these games and some of the bowling ones like they make it really hard to fail so i think it's good that it's he'll get to get some fun out of that stuff too like even though he has no idea how to play yeah i just think that he's just excited to be entrusted with a console and be playing his game with our supervision and stuff so he just likes that you know being in control sometimes with the games <laughs> yeah so I, I think that's something that we'll let him get into every once in a while i think that's definitely safe uh keeps him at least being a little bit mobile you know and we know that there's not going to be anything bad that that comes out of that as far as like the content and everything it's very mm-hmm. clean yep so I, I feel good that that's like a first step that we kind of have for him Yes. Um, you know, until he gets older and into something different and, you know, his hand-eye coordination, everything is better and he can get into other games and maybe some of the stuff that we're doing. I agree, yep. Maybe he'll hop into Grounded with me and take on some bugs or maybe he'll get into Lost Ark with you and level up. <laughs> Lost Ark is probably going to be much later. Yeah, it's a bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. So that's about it for our week. Yeah, I don't think we really had a whole lot of other stuff and like that was quite a bit already oh just one more thing i just remembered on lost art guess who achieved tier three tier three i thought you were still like tier one last week i know so within this one week i i went up from tier one to tier two to tier three and just so people know like what do the different tiers mean like how many tiers are there is it a big difference between tier one, tier two, tier three? Like, what's the difference? Well, you just put me on the spot there. Um, I just know that the item levels are way different. Like, so, like it unlocks new stuff for you to do or something? Mm-hmm. And a lot of like the end game rates are like during tier three is when the real thing begins, in my opinion, at least. But okay, so you're like locked out of being able to do certain things or raids until you hit a certain tier yes and then now that you're at that tier you can do those things that you couldn't do before yes okay that's cool basically my item level now is 1100 and i just yesterday finished one of the last locations for the 1100 and now i could actually do more stuff to go up to like 1300 my next goal is to get um item level 1300 and do more fun stuff so a lot of leveling left to do because it gets slower as you go you know gotcha huh yeah i mean here you are i think you hit the, the max level but it keeps going and going and going huh Mm-hmm. so i can't wait to carry you around when you finally rejoin lost art yeah i think i was like i don't level 200 or something when i stopped playing but mm-hmm. that was a long time ago and you have skyrocketed way past me yeah all right, well, shall we um, jump into talking about Ember here? Yes, The game please. that everybody is waiting for. The game that we only stream for 30 minutes. Yes, and we, you did attempt to play it one more time after the stream, and it still made you feel a little queasy, right? Yes, it did. So, Duane didn't get a whole lot of time in playing this one for obvious reasons, but, um, you know, to put that shortly, this game makes her sick. Um, <laughs> makes me sing not everyone else probably yeah um i didn't experience the same thing so 
So, I mean, I, I did put a little bit more time into it than she did, progressed a little bit further, but, you know, we'll go ahead and talk about at least what we thought about it for that little bit of time that we played it. But anyways, just to kind of give the quick summary of the game, it is on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Like Um, all the other games we've been playing. Yeah, like most of the games we've been playing. So if you have Game Pass, you can check it out there if you'd like. But yeah, it's called Ember, E-M-B-R, is that right? Yes. Cool. I think because Ember is like fire. Yeah, so it's like you might kind of get an have this idea already but basically um you play as firefighters and you we're all ladies (laughs) yeah i don't really i didn't really understand that yet but yeah you're like and i don't i think you can change that yeah you can change it like later in the game i'm sure as you level up or something but yeah you start off as this this uh older lady who i guess is a firefighter and you each level you like appear on scene and there's a building there on fire and you have like a water gun I mean, it looks like a water gun, but it sprays like a fire hose. I don't really know how that works. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. I never even noticed that. It's like a little, I mean, it looks like a squirt gun or something, but like you can put out this house fire with it. So I know. I don't know. Futuristic technology or something. I don't know right there. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, you have this this water gun and then you get like a fire axe to like break down doors. And you get a ladder. Yeah, you get a ladder. To climb up. That's the main stuff that you start with, at least, right? I mean, I know you can buy stuff later to use, which we'll talk about. But anyway, that's stuff that you kind of get at your disposal. And uh, your job is to go in and rescue the people that are stuck in the building. And kind of at the same time, you're trying to, like, help put out the fire. Like, you don't put out the fire completely, but, like, you're trying to stop it from spreading or at least try to clear a path, like, through the house or wherever you need to go. I guess not necessarily a house every time, but any some kind of building, and you're trying to clear a path to the um, like civilians or people that you're trying to save to get them out of the fire. And yeah, that's kind of like how you beat it. You just need to save people. There's also like piles of money in the buildings that you can also get, and you can save the money from being burned. Save the money. And most of the time I noticed Kevin would go and find the money before the people. Okay, that was like on accident most time. Like I'd I'd go in and like the first room I get to, there's like a fat stack of cash sitting there. So I'm like, all right, I'll just take this. Um, And to be clear, it doesn't give you that money. Like it gives you, like you're, you're rescuing you're saving the homeowners or the whose ever money it is. Yeah. It's for them. Like I don't not like I'm But they pay you more, it. I guess. But you get like more points, um, like for saving their possessions or their valuables. Yeah. It's not like I'm just stealing it from them or something like that. But <laughs> anyways, I try to get that stuff out. Um and then obviously trying to get the people out um of the fires too. So that's kind of what you're trying to do most levels and yeah. and in the beginning they have a tutorial. You have to do the tutorial before you could even like do a multiplayer. The t- but to be yeah. fair the tutorial's pretty short. Yeah. But because, it's- like as we just described it like that's kind of it. You know, you're running around trying to put out the fires. Well, there are breaking other stuff. down doors. Like yeah, and you're rescuing people. Turning off the switches yeah there can be um light switches that basically like electricity flow through so like sometimes like if there's water on the floor or something oh yeah like you you'll be electrocuted if you step on it so you have to like turn mm -hmm. off a light switch so you can go in there or or if like a room has a lot of like 
green gas. Gas. Or which I have no idea what the green gas is just or gas. why it's there. It's just some kind of green, dangerous, toxic gas. Yeah. And if you open a window, then the air will go through and it'll like disperse the gas. Well, you can't open a window in this case. You have to break the window with your axe. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I meant. You uh, bust the window open with your axe. Or you, there's also apparently some fans that'll blow it away too, but I don't know. So there's some like minor things like that to look out for too in the game. But for the most part, go through, fight the fires, rescue people, yeah. and you know advance the through the levels. And then you have to go to the safe zone after. Yeah, that's just how you you finish the the mm -hmm. game or the match. But um, but I anyways. figured out what actually caused me to get like that sickness, the motion sickness, or I don't know what just. Sensory okay, overload. So, so go ahead and explain that. I think it's because like in the beginning it was pretty. Okay, I was pretty okay because it was mostly like a single story building and stuff, and then it becomes more um, stressful with like double story and like apartment buildings where you have to like constantly look for the fire escape ladders or or just figure a way how to climb up and just looking upwards a lot and going through like corridors and i don't know fire escape and stuff like that it's just like too much for for me to handle it's like okay the fire is here and then i have to figure out where the door is and where the I, I don't know it just gave me a whole new perspective of being a fireman it's probably hard because you don't even know where the fire starts from or where everyone else is the victims are so it's just kind of more stressful, like overcooked, but not as fun. More like just looking up and down a lot. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you do get a device that like shows you where the people are that need to be rescued. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like they don't like shout. I don't like ever hear them like shouting for help nope. or they're in the toilet. Like, they don't try to escape themselves they're at just, all. Yeah. Like, they, Usually they're, yeah, a lot of times you'll find them, like, just sitting on the toilet, like, or they'll just be, like, standing there on their phones, which I, I think it's kind of funny that the developers put that in there. Like, half of the time they're just, like, sitting there on their phones while the building they're in is burning down, yeah. and you have to literally carry them out of there. So I think it was kind of, I, I figure that's, like, some kind of humor that they were trying to put in there. Yeah. That so was kind of weird. But, yeah, there's a lot going on in the game, like, kind of to what you were saying between... Um, the fire is a little bit hard on your eyes just probably because of the brightness and it's moving around a lot you know plus like your character is moving around a lot and and moving kind of fast mm -hmm. and everything you obviously any kind of situation where there's a fire time is of the, of the essence so like you're obviously gonna be rushed too yeah and there's, there's been times where like at the very beginning there's not much fire and like usually it's not even like in every every room of the house yet yeah and i'll kind of run through one room at the beginning and be like okay here i can go upstairs and go into all these different rooms and stuff and i'll rescue some people and then like later on in the same game like i'll go back through that like first room again and it'll be like completely on fire and i'll be like whoa like this is way different than it was a minute or two ago like when it was perfectly fine and, and I don't now think... it's like a blazing inferno. Yeah, and I don't think there's a map either, right? No, but I don't think you really need a map because like every, I do. Like every level that you like load into, it's pretty much just one building. I know, but remember the apartment building that we had to do last last night? That was stressful. I 
I didn't know what floor I was on and then some of the windows have like grills on it and you can't enter and then you yeah, have to I think like... that's, that's part of the fun I think for me though was like each building was designed seemed to feel like completely differently mm-hmm. and then you had to like kind of memorize like okay I went this way already and then when you go back the next time like okay I haven't gone this way so I'll go that way instead you know, and you once because once you find somebody to rescue, you have to carry them back out, and then you're going back in. Like, yeah, like never ending. Yeah, so it's kind of like back and forth, trying to remember like which areas you've already explored, and which ones you haven't, and then at the same time trying to keep that fire from just engulfing everything. I don't know if it was on the stream, but remember I killed one of the victims I saved because oh, yeah, I, I remember, thought I remember like you talking about that, but I didn't see it, so maybe I have to go back on the stream and see that happening because I, I don't get what happened so what i happened? I, I didn't want to run back to the safe zone and drop my victim i thought i could throw it throw the victim like you from throw the them house. in the fire no from the house throw it towards the safe zone but obviously this, this I is missed. a human being doing it's not a football <laughs> i know my bad so what? wait were you on like the second story or something yeah and you, you you tossed somebody off the second story. Yeah. Well, the safe zone was right down there. And I threw the person down thinking he would land on the safe zone. But my aim was bad as always. And the person like just missed the safe zone by maybe a foot. And then he became a, what do you call or it? Like a, a skeleton, skeleton right yeah. away. Okay. <laughs> so and that's I was what like, happened. oops. <laughs> I have to go back and watch that because that's funnier now that you told the story. I just remember you saying, oh, you accidentally killed somebody but not how and then another time i wanted to like smash down the door with the axe and then someone was standing at a like just right behind that door and i accidentally hit him with the axe so he got knocked out too but thankfully he wasn't dead he was just unconscious yeah thankfully you didn't murder somebody at the same time when you're supposed to be saving them (laughs) i know right i'm giving them a painless death yeah anyways i think this this game has an opportunity for a lot of moments like that like where if you're playing it with friends and it can get kind of hectic and you do funny stupid silly stuff um just to kind of laugh about kind of just like we were just doing so i think there's plenty of that kind of stuff that's going to happen in this game if you're you know trying it out with mm-hmm. either your spouse or um, friends for the first time although there's not a whole lot to it there's some other stuff like you can buy a trampoline to use so that if you do chuck a human being off from the second story <laughs> and they at least land on the trampoline you know then they won't die you know or you yourself if you're going to jump off the balcony then you can jump on the trampoline and get down to the bottom floor mm-hmm. a lot faster so yeah and then there's obviously the ladder um that you could use to go up and down different stories so mm-hmm. but yeah there's not really a lot of, a lot of the other stuff i did end up buying another weapon besides the water gun that shot giant ice cubes yeah i don't i don't understand yeah so you didn't i don't think you got that yet or you didn't spend the money on that but no but i mean i saw you shoot ice cubes and i don't know what they're for (laughs) yeah so like instead of using water to put out the fire it'd be like an ice cube which would like immediately put out all the fire around the ice cube and then like i think it like slowly melts and it stops the fire from like coming back to that area so it was just a different way to like combat the fire some which interesting it was kind of cool and then you could upgrade the weapon different ways to like give you more ammo or shoot faster or be more efficient or effective or different things so it was like upgrade the weapons that you get to i didn't really see many other weapons like besides those there's like a 
fire extinguisher too, which I didn't get to. Um, but at least between the ice cube shooter and the water gun, they were at least quite a bit different, and I could like use both of them. So that was kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. how it was more than just the water hose. So mm-hmm. that is true. Yeah, but um, shall we go ahead and get into our ratings? Sure. Yeah, I mean I, that's definitely a game I would play more than once, but not for too long. Yeah, not for more than thirty minutes without yep. getting sick. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first category of convenience, Joanne, what do you think about the convenience of Ember? Let's see. I would give it a convenience of five on average because I don't think it's that short of a time um, to finish one match or game. Yeah, or... one match, one game or something because, I mean, the time given for the fire to completely burn the house down, the building down, is pretty long i think it gets shorter as you progress in the game because i noticed like like the building seems to fall on us faster and faster or the fire seems to spread faster as we um progress through that 30 minutes so i would give it a five because it's not something that you could like just leave your person there without getting penalized i mean you'll just get less points less money or Worse still is like you can't save everyone in the building, so. Yeah, okay. Um, I myself, for convenience, am giving Ember a 7. And that's more so because the, the matches feel pretty short. Um, really? I know it, it, maybe it felt long to me because I was like battling. Maybe. I mean, it couldn't be like any more than like 5 minutes for yeah. each level. Like maybe sometimes even less. Because um, I mean, like it, it moves through pretty quick like usually we just have to rescue like four or five people you know and and depending on how long it takes us to find each of those mm-hmm. um you know it's but it's usually fairly quick so, no. i mean these aren't yeah. like 30 minute or hour long matches no, where like but... we can't pause and you know we can't step away without feeling penalized so you know i think worst case like sometimes we just didn't do very well and we lost the match in like a minute or two and so like we would just restart and you know kind of back at it so i guess you're I, right i feel like it's not it's more convenient than i think most games but yeah like there's i don't think we could pause it we never tried mm-hmm. um, no i don't think we could but i do notice like if if i like he- or was just sitting there like and hesitating at the beginning of the match like the fire was still mm-hmm. you know spreading yeah so i would like make sure like as soon as the game started i would kind of jump into trying to save people so and um, like I said, like even when we played it for 15 minutes, the last time we played it, um, it felt like an hour to me. So <laughs> maybe that's why I thought it was maybe. longer. Yeah. So I, I think on convenience, it does pretty well. Um, what about on communication, Joanne? What do you think for I, the communication? I actually think that communication is essential. I mean, I found it really helpful. Maybe it's not like fully necessary, but I think it's helpful to um locate all the the people that we have to save you know mm-hmm. like i could tell you i'm going up and then or or if we're heading the same way i'm like you go left i go right i just feel like there's more to talk about for other couples playing this game some couples who don't get sick playing this game okay might really enjoy it and you know bond with each other over it so i would give it have i given it a rating no uh, i don't think so um i'll give it um a seven seven okay on communication i am giving it a six so not too far off from you 
you know, I think kind of like what you said, except probably lowering it a little bit. Um, some communication is definitely helpful because, right, like most of these buildings are like multi stories. And yeah, it, ma it makes sense for us to kind of cover different areas to make mm -hmm. sure we're kind of covering more ground. Yeah. And so, like, you know, when we go into a building, I might say, oh, I'll run upstairs. You know, you do the downstairs. Yeah. Oh, remember, like, there was like two um, people standing there, and then I grab one and I tell you, there's one more in there. Go get him. And yeah. So, like, yeah, helped. calling out, like, because you can only carry one person at a yes. time. So, like, calling out if you see more than one. You know, so then your your partner knows to like go back there and get someone too. Um, then that that's kind of stuff is helpful, or really just directing each other like where they may need to go yeah. based on where you are and where you've been. You know, and then the other side of that is if you take too much damage from the fire, because if you stand in the fire, you will oh, die. Yeah, that's Something true. we have learned many times from our time playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. Right, Joanne. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at you with that one. No, I'm just kidding. She, she knows that very well by now. But I still um, do it. <laughs> but this game, it's hard not to when the entire room is in flames. And yeah, you can take damage if you're too close to the fire. And if you lose all of your health, you will be downed. Kind of looks like something from Warzone. But you're, yeah, so then you are stuck there on the ground and your teammate needs to come get you back up. So if that happens, you need to call for help. Uh, your teammate needs to come find you. So you need to be able to, one, tell them when you're downed. Because I didn't notice, like, in, I didn't see, like, an indicator. I think there's, like, a beach bubble that comes up, says, that's, what does it say again? Um, help. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah. Okay, right? yeah, I don't which remember. I think it's alluding to a commercial, which I forget the exact name. Really? Of the I thought it sounds more, like, grounded. No, I'm. I'll show you later. I'll, I'll I'll find it and I'll figure it out. But okay. But yeah, I think it's a reference to the firefighters or the characters that we are being older, which I'll show you later. But yeah, so I think it's kind of subtle. You have to look for that, I guess. Maybe we just weren't really looking for that. But anyways, you you'll want to communicate to your teammates if that happens to you, and then you know obviously let your teammates know where you are. You know, first floor, second floor, third floor, so they can get to you a little bit easier to get you back up. So mm -hmm. best way to communicate and to kind of um, push the levels of teamwork in the game. But those are kind of the main things that you really even need to communicate on. Not a ton. So, mm -hmm. I mean, and the communication is definitely helpful, not 100% required, like it would be like an overcooked, But I mean, for example. If, if a gamer couple plays it, it would be good, right? Yeah, it's fun and it's, it's good. Yeah, I mean, you'll definitely want to communicate. Um, which is why it still gets above average score. Mm -hmm. So I gave it a six. Okay. Now on to the story. What did you think about that? I don't know if there's a story. I mean, it's pretty much the same kind of... I mean, remember Overcook, how like we cook and then we get through a level, right? Based on the requirements of the menu. It's the same thing. It's like there's requirements from the client. You need to save at least how many people, save how much money. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but the difference is at least the overcook like puts effort in the king and the zombie bird. yeah i think there was this one, didn't one, really one, of the, have one of the first levels that they have you go through where you have to escape and then i think you weren't really you were not feeling very good at this point i think that was oh was the end yeah, yeah and there was like a different firefighting crew like from canada i want to say yeah that like kidnapped you and just trying to make you escape 
this like fire like so i, I think there's like some story in that gotcha um, okay yeah I totally at least on that, that level we didn't really get too far just because we didn't get to play the game that much but so like that felt like there was some story but for the most part yeah there's not really any story besides you're a firefighter and you're trying to save people mm-hmm. um but after that i mean we did try playing after that remember yesterday we played again but it didn't go back to that story it just move on it's yeah, just I that think, one like maybe match. there was more levels i mean we there's still a lot of levels that we haven't done yet so that's true um there's, I'm sure there's more stuff in there, but at least for what we did get through, that's like the only part where I felt like there was a little bit of story. Okay, I'm giving it a 2 out of 10. Okay, that makes sense based on what we were just saying. I'm giving it a 3, so right, right there with you. Okay. How Thanks. about on repeatability? What do you got? I actually think it is pretty repeatable. I, for the sake of having a bonding time review, I would play this game with you over again but not like like let's just say if we want to like spend 15 minutes gaming together before i jump into lost ark or before you jump into grounded or something Mm -hmm. um this would be one of the games that i would play with you again just like for 15 minutes yeah well because anything after 15 minutes not for this game yeah or if I just feel like I want to go to bed early, I would play this game with you. <laughs> it's like drinking wine or something. Exactly. It just like gets me drunk and I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to pass out now. Yeah. So okay. I would give this repeatability like a, a six. A six. Okay. All right. That's cool. Not um, as high as Among Us or, yeah, or Overcooked, I, but. I, I kind of see this game being fun to like, fun for like the first time for somebody for a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, if that's your spouse, introducing them to this just to kind of be there and experience like the first hour or so of gameplay, because I think there's a lot of fun moments in there. Like once you kind of get things down, I think it becomes less entertaining, less I don't fun. Know. Maybe you have better weapons and better armor. I don't know. Yeah, but I think like the, the fun part of this game from to, like to me was like you know you accidentally killing a survivor or you know like us messing up and that kind of stuff was kind of the more like funny things that were happening and not so much like which kind of like started to to die down as we figured out you know at least how to beat the levels and then that along with there's not really a whole lot of stuff in the game yet um i know we didn't get through all the levels but at least looking through the shop and there's a few a few different things you could buy and upgrade them but i didn't feel like it's a game that really? i could play over and over and over again without getting bored pretty really quickly okay so what's your repeatability so for this I'm, game? i put down a three for repeatability fair enough and last category is the fun factor giving you it a for that? one no i'm giving it a two a two on fun okay well because it's only fun for 15 minutes for me so uh, you know i gotta this is like the three buck chuck of video games yeah okay a two for you on fun any additional info on that one well just agreeing with what you said earlier about how you'll get bored of it soon but just because you game longer than i do i mean like when you play a game you normally game like one two hours and I can't do that for this game, so it would seem more fun to me and more repeatable to me, right? 
Okay, I think I kind of understand. Since you're doing it like in such low doses, you yeah, could so I could handle it, it just like longer. So it's not too boring that I would give it a one, but it's okay that I would. Ooh, it's not not boring enough to get a one out of ten. Yeah, okay. but not fun enough that I could be playing it for more than fifteen minutes. So two. Okay. All right, that's fair. I'm giving it a three out of ten for fun. So. Not very far off from you at all. Yeah, I just kind of feel like it's it's not going to be a game that I really hold in high regard or, you know, really look back to and be like, oh, that was a really fun game, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of this year. So just kind of be one that we'll have on our list, kind of another notch in our belt, I guess. But yeah, so that's it for the ratings for this one. I think my total was 22. What? Really? Mine was 22 too. Really? I'm I'm adding up yours now just in case. Okay, yours was 22 also, but we varied a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we weren't the same on anything. We weren't. We were close on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we weren't the same on anything. That's, That's weird. how we complement one another. That seems to happen on a lot of these. Like, I think there's been one or two games where our ratings were really similar, but a lot of them, like, we were way different on, I don't know, convenience or story or something, and we still come out to be, like... The same total. You're the yin to my yang. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yep. So 22. I. That's a low score. It is. I think that's by far the lowest. Let me check. Which I'm not really that surprised, but I feel bad because <laughs> I don't want to hurt the game's feelings Aww. or anyone who likes the game or had anything to do with making the game. Um, well, I like the idea. I think it like has a lot of potential. Oh, guess what? We had Back for Blood that was also twenty two on was average, it? yeah. So most, I think that was you bringing the average down, though. Yeah, I think I liked Back for Blood. I think you liked that a lot. But more. this is the first time that both of us had like twenty two. You know. Yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting. I think it's probably my my lowest rating score. Speaking <laughs> of Back for Blood, I, that that sounds fun. I want to go back to that. <laughs> Not for me either. For the same reasons. Oh my gosh, it wasn't. Wasn't it like also sensory overload for me with all the flashing lights? And it was stuff? like it's one of those games that were like really intense, and and so is this one to be fair, right? So I think it's those those kind of games where like every millisecond is important because you're either in one case fighting hordes of zombies, or mm-hmm. in this case, you know, fighting a raging fire. So get more sensory overload before bed. It's like oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's hard because we're usually doing this at like the very end of the day after the kids are asleep mm-hmm. we're tired mm-hmm. like we don't have much energy left or yeah. like mental capacity in us yeah. left to like deal with those intense scenarios yeah. and we for the most part sometimes we just kind of want to chill actually you you deal with those scenarios better than i do like for me it's back then in my college years i could handle all these games and then Right now, it's just like, okay, after a full day of cooking, cleaning, and caring for the kids, it's like, I'm just ready to play a chill game, you know, like an MMORPG game where you just collect achievements and stuff like that, or fight. Go find your Makoko seeds. I know. Or, I mean, even doing raids in Lost Ark or Chaos Dungeon in Lost Ark was okay for me, but it's not that stressful, you know what I mean? Like, this is different, so... All that sensory overload is just not good for our mental c- capacity that is already so little at night. Yeah, maybe we need to do something more more relaxing after these high intense games like 
I don't know, Lost Ark or Hearthstone. Or, oh yeah, Hearthstone is pretty. Relaxing. Hearthstone's really I like that. That's like my just like relax and just chill and hang out. Lay game, in bed because it's like low low stakes. It's low pace. Mm-hmm. It's like you know I I don't have to pay complete attention to it in order to do well. Like um, so I mean yeah yeah. Well, that wraps up our mm-hmm. review of Ember, and Ember. also wraps up episode number seventeen. Mm-hmm. We're so close to twenty. That's yeah, another that's, milestone. We're gonna have to celebrate. We'll have to go out, have a glass of wine or something. Yeah, date night time. Yeah. So thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.